0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily in the Word. Well, it's morning for me as I record this. My name is Rich Chassie, and I am your host and teacher for Daily in the Word. We are in the middle of John chapter 10 today, beginning in verse 22. As we are making our way through the Gospel of John, I hope that you're enjoying this adventure. As we look at another confrontation between Jesus and the religious leaders. This is now another time. This is at a later date, several months after Jesus had healed the blind man in Jerusalem. This is the festival of dedication otherwise known to us as Hanukkah. So it's in the winter time, and Jesus is at the temple. He is confronted once again by the religious leaders. So That's our text for today. We're verse 22 through the end of the chapter and verse 42. Let's begin reading now. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. I and the Father are one. Again his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father, for which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are God's? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own, and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy, because I said, I am God's Son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I in the Father. Again they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true, and in that place many believed in Jesus." So this is Jesus' final public teaching moment before the events of the triumphal entry coming into Jerusalem. It's wintertime. It is the time of the festival of dedication, which is Hanukkah in our vernacular. Jesus was in the temple area walking in Solomon's colonnade, which is along one side of the temple area. And the Jews who were there, verse 22, gathered around him. and technically it's they surrounded him they cornered him which was their purpose and said how long will you keep us in suspense or how will you how long will you hold your soul up is what it says literally if you are the messiah tell us plainly jesus does that and so they pick up stones to to stone him this is all a setup this is all a trick in their minds Jesus answered their question, I did tell you, but you do not believe. Jesus again points to his signs that he has performed in their midst. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. They don't belong to the Lord. They're not followers. They won't become followers. My sheep listen to my voice, verse 27. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life. Now, note that that's eternal, not conditional life. Once we have eternal life, and that's something that you get the moment that you trust him as Savior, it's not something that you get when you die. You get it at that first step of faith. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. It's not a might or a maybe. It is a shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Our salvation is secured by Christ. We are held by him. It is not dependent on how much I hold on to him, because it is his hold on me that is what matters. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. They are one in purpose, one in will. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. Jesus responds by saying, listen, I've shown you many miracles, many signs, works, good works from the Father, for which of these do you stone me? And their response was not for the miracles, they didn't mind the miracles, but for blasphemy because you are a mere man claiming to be God. And it's interesting that Jesus is a man. Now, he is both God and man, so he's not just a mere man, but he is fully human, and they don't get that. Jesus does claim to be God, and he is. He is both man and God at the same time. This is the miracle of the incarnation, the mystery of the incarnation that our human minds have trouble comprehending but yet it's still true. Jesus is fully God and fully man at the same time. And then in verse 34, there is an interesting discussion there that is a little bit hard for us to understand as we read this. And so we need to refer to Psalm 82. And I'm going to go back and read a little bit from Psalm 82 in order for us to understand what Jesus is saying here. In verse 34, John 10, 34, Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? And by using the words, your law, he is making sure they understand where this is coming from. This is what their word says. Quote, I have said you are gods. This is from Psalm 82. And if he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside... What about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? So I want to read from Psalm 82 to help us to understand what Jesus was saying and what he was quoting from. Psalm 82, verse 1, it says, God presides in the great assembly, he renders judgment among the, quote, gods. Now, this is a reference to the judges in Israel who were wicked in the way that they were demonstrating their justice. And they were not mere judges basing their judgments on God's law. Instead, they were elevating themselves above God's law and deciding cases and making judgments according to their own law. In other words, they were becoming God's little g, God's unto themselves, and enforcing their own law instead of enforcing God's law in their proper place as judges. So he goes on in verse 2, How long will you defend the unjust? So these wicked judges were defending unjust people. They were showing partiality to the wicked. Verse 3, they were not defending the weak and the fatherless. They were not upholding the cause of the poor and the oppressed. They were not rescuing the weak and the needy, delivering them from the hand of the wicked. These gods know nothing. These, these bad, wicked judges, they know nothing. They understand nothing. They, In their pretending to be gods, they walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Verse 6, I said you are gods. This is a quote from the Lord speaking to them. I said, you are gods, you are all sons of the Most High, but you will die like mere mortals. You will fall like every other ruler. In their position of trying to be a god unto themselves, adjudicating their own ideas of what the law should be instead of God's law, that set them up for God's judgment upon them. And then when you go back to John chapter 10 and Jesus quoting this passage, he's saying, listen, why why do you want to stone me? Why are you saying I'm blaspheming, even though in your own law, God referred to these people as gods? And so that cannot be the basis by which you would stone me. So verse 37, do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. His miracles, the signs that he was performing, was giving clear and present testimony that he is who he claims to be, that he is the Son of God, that he is the Messiah, the promised one, the one that they were to be looking for, but that they missed because they were not God the Father's sheep. They didn't belong to him, so they didn't recognize him. Verse 38, "'But if I do them, these works, these signs, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I in the Father.'" And again, they wanted to seize him, but he escaped their grasp because it was not yet time. It's coming soon, but it's not yet arrived. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to where John had been baptizing in the early days, and there he finds a much more receptive audience. He stayed there. The people came to him, and though they recognized that John the Baptist had not performed signs and wonders, they recognized that what John's testimony was true, and that Jesus is the one, and so many people in that place believed in Jesus. So this is the final confrontation, if you will, the final public confrontation between Jesus and the religious leaders, and still they don't get it, and of course, it is all a part of God's plan for Jesus to come and be rejected, and then to eventually go to the cross, and we will be seeing that soon. Lord, we thank you for your word once again, we thank you for these confrontations that helps cement in our own minds that, yes, you are the Son of God, you are the Messiah, you are the Chosen One, and we can believe you. Lord, we recognize the miraculous things that you had done with all of the eyewitnesses that were there to verify them, to say that, yes, Jesus performed these miracles, and, yes, he is who he says he is. And we believe you, we trust you, and we love you. Lord, I pray that we would be faithful in the sharing of this message of the gospel of Jesus Christ that you came, that you are indeed the Son of God, and that you willingly gave yourself up to to pay the penalty for our sin at the cross. And you rose again from the dead. And you are not just the Savior of the world, but you are my Savior. And we love you. And we praise you, and may we be faithful to all of this. Now, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you for listening in with me today here on Daily in the Word. I really appreciate that you're taking time out of your day to join me in this podcast. I hope that you're benefiting from it, and I know that it does because it is God's Word. It's not about me. It's about what God has done and what God gives us in His Word. So thank you for listening. We'll see you again next time here on Daily in the Word. Have a great day.